Hi guys, now we will see about important points in the ophthalmology for NEET PG examination. First we will start with conjunctivitis. The hallmark feature of conjunctivitis is hyperemia of conjunctival vessels. It is a transient blurriness which caused by tear film debris that resolves within blinking. If vision is affected, I think of other more serious condition. The etiology of conjunctivitis are three, allergic conjunctivitis, viral conjunctivitis and bacterial conjunctivitis. In allergic conjunctivitis, the signs and symptoms are itching, bilateral, seasonal, long duration with a treatment where an allergic conjunctivitis is treated with vasoconstrictors or topical antihistamines or topical muscle stabilizers. In viral, uh, viral, viral conjunctivitis, the signs and symptoms are pre-auricular adenopathy, highly contagious with clear watery discharge where the treatment is supportive with hand washing to prevent the spread. Whereas in bacterial conjunctivitis, it is uh, characterized by purulent discharge with classic neonates or treatment by topical antibiotics and systemic antibiotics. So now we see about neonatal conjunctivitis. The neonatal conjunctivitis is caused by two types, bacterial and chemical. In chemical conjunctivitis is caused by silver nitrate drops that is nothing but erythromycin that are given to uh, newborn to prevent gonorrheal conjunctivitis. There is no purulent discharge. It appears within 12 hours of instilling the drops and resolving within 48 hours. The gonorrheal conjunctivitis is the symptoms of gonorrhea in the mother gets transmitted to the neonates. In the experiment, it is extremely purulent discharge starting between 2 to 5 days after the birth. It is prevented by prophylactic drops. The treatment is by systemic ceftrioxone or cefatoxin. Now we'll see about chlamydial conjunctivitis. It is also called as inclusion conjunctivitis. It has no symptoms in mother where the infant has a mild to severe conjunctivitis beginning between 5 and 14 days after the birth. The oral erythromycin is recommended for chlamydial conjunctivitis or pneumonia. Now we'll see about glaucoma. Glaucoma is a ocular hypertension where elevated intraocular pressure it causes damage to the optic nerve. It is measured through tonometer. The visual field defect and blindness are seen in the glaucoma. The risk factor is greater than 40 years, black race and positive family history. The types are open angle glaucoma and closed angle glaucoma. The pathophysiology of glaucoma is the obstruction of flow of aqueous humor out of the angle between cornea and iris. The open angle glaucoma is angle is still open but drainage is chronically compromised. In closed angle glaucoma, lens moved forward against the posterior surface of the iris, causing an acute blockage that leads to severe elevation of the intraocular pressure and damage the optic nerve. So this is the very important cause of glaucoma. So now we will see about open angle glaucoma. Over 90% of cases of glaucoma is caused by open angle glaucoma. It is a painless and does not cause any acute attacks. The signs are elevated intraocular pressure with uh, usually 20 to 30 mmHg, a gradually progressive vision loss and optic node changes, where there is an increased cup to disc ratio on fundoscopic examination. A treatment is by beta blockers, prostaglandin, alpha adrenergic agonist, carbonic anhydrase inhibitor, cholinergic agonist, as well as laser therapy and surgery. So, in closed angle glaucoma, it is presented with Sudden ocular pain with seeing halos around lights, red eye, high intraocular pressure with greater than 30 mmHg 
nausea and vomiting with sudden decreased vision and fixed mid dilated pupil with ophthalmological emergency it is an ophthalmological emergency so the treatment of the patient is immediate with pilocarpine and oral glycerin or acetazolamide to break the attack so definitive surgery is peripheral iridectomy is used to prevent further attacks the anticholinergic medication can trigger an attack of closed angle glaucoma is suspected where previously untreated patient don't cause acute attacks in patient with open angle glaucoma or in patient with surgically treated open angle glaucoma or closed angle glaucoma in closed angle glaucoma where uh, it is very dangerous so first we need to get attached with it it is a medical emergency so steroids a topical or systemic steroids can cause glaucoma and cataract in topical steroids it worsens the ocular herpes and fungal infection because it reduces the immunity so thus lead to increased infection rate in ultraviolet keratitis keratitis is nothing but corneal inflammation where it causes pain foreign body sensation red eye tearing and decreased vision the exposure to ultraviolet rays leads to ultraviolet keratitis the history of welding using of tanning bed or sunlamp or sunning skin snow skiing are also causes of ultraviolet keratitis the treatment is eye patch for 24 hours and uh, topical antibiotics it reduces the pain with an anticholinergic eye drops that causes paralysis of ciliary muscle this called cycloplegia okay next you'll see about cataract it is a most common cause of painless progressively slow loss of vision especially in the older adults a treatment of cataract is surgical removal of affected lens and replacement with the artificial lens cataracts in rheumatoids are torch infection that is toxoplasmosis others organism rubella cytomegalovirus and herpes simplex virus are inherited inherited metabolic disorders the juvenile rheumatoid arthritis that is posi articular form is the commonly associated with uveitis periodic ophthalmological examination should be done so now we'll see about changes in retina and fundus of diabetes it causes dot blot hemorrhages microaneurysm neovascularization of retina in hypertension there will be arteriolar narrowing copper silver wiring and cotal wool spots hypertension emergency is papilledema so uh, these are the things so in proliferative diabetic retinopathy occurs after many years of diabetes and defined by a developmental of neovascularization that is new abnormal growth of vessels in the retina treatment is pantretinal photocoagulation application of laser beam to periphery of the entire retina the surgical or medical vitrectomy is done for proliferative diabetic retinopathy where in medical therapy vascular endothelial growth factor inhibitors like bevacizumab ranibizumab pegapatinib should be done that is given in non proliferative retinopathy a focal laser treatment that is laser is applied only to the affected area while in non proliferative retinopathy macular edema is present so for that we'll give focal laser treatment in severe cases we'll give pan retinal photocoagulation for supportive therapy where a tight control of blood glucose and no follow up eye examination to look for developmental of macular edema or neovascularization so in periorbital on orbital cellulitis both gives a presentation of swollen lids fever and history of facial laceration trauma insect bite or sinusitis or chemosis that is edema of conjunctiva 
In orbital cellulitis, ophthalmopegia, proptosis, severe eye pain, or decreased visual acuity is present. In Streptococcus pneumoniae, Haemophilus influenza type B, and Staphylococcus aureus and Streptococcus species are the common organisms causing orbital cellulitis. The blood cultures and administering the blood spectrum antibiotics until culture results are known. In pre-orbital cellulitis, monotherapy with clindamycin or amoxicillin clavinic acid can be given. In orbital cellulitis, with is vancomycin with ceftriaxone. Ophthalmologic emergency because where the pre-orbital cellulitis and orbital cellulitis are ophthalmological emergency because it may extend into skull, it causes meningitis and venous thrombosis, blindness. So we should give IV antibiotics. So now we we'll see about chemical burns of the eye causing acid and alkaline. Alkali burns have more worse prognosis because they tend to penetrate more deeply into the eye wherein copious irrigation with closet source of water should be given as a treatment. In hardiolum is also called as tie. It is a presenting feature of painful red lump near the lid margin. It is treated with warm compress. In chalazion, the painless lump away from the lid margin where treatment is warm compress that is a Failing the intralesional steroid injection or incision, we should give incision and drainage for chalazion. Now we'll see about herpes simplex keratitis. It begins with conjunctivitis and vesicular lid eruption. It is a classic dendritic keratitis. It is diagnosed with fluorescent stain, where treatment is topical antiviral and corticosteroids. Optimally Herpes zoster infection is suspected in patient with involvement of a tip of the nose that is Hutchinson sign or a medial eyelid. A typical zoster dermatosomal skin rash and an eye complaint is given. A treatment of oral acyclovir is given and a complication of uveitis, keratitis and glaucoma. Central retinal artery occlusion are the cause caused by most commonly by emboli from carotid plaque of heart or temporal arteritis. It is presented with a sudden painless unilateral loss of vision. A fundoscopy shows pale opaque fundus with a cherry red spot in the fovea of a macula. Why it has a no satisfactory treatment available. In temporal arteritis, a vasculitic scene in the older patient, a clinical feature of jaw claudication, loss of vision due to central retinal artery occlusion, tortuous temporal artery as seen in palpated on examination, Markedly elevated ESR that is erythrocyte sedimentation rate and coexisting polymyalgia rheumatica. It is managed if temporal arteritis is suspected in the setting of vision complaint, administered corticosteroid immediately before confirming the diagnosis with a temporal artery biopsy. Withholding treatment until a formal diagnosis can be made may cause the patient to lose vision in the other eye. So in central retinal vein occlusion, it causes hypertension, diabetes, glaucoma and increased blood viscosity. The presentation is sudden, painless, unilateral loss of vision. Fundoscopy is distended, tortuous retinal vein and retinal hemorrhage and congested edematid fundus. It has no satisfactory treatment available with the complication of neovascularization, vision loss and glaucoma. In retinal detachment, a presentation with classic history with sudden painless unilateral loss of vision with floaters and flashes of light sometimes described as a curtain or wheel coming down in front of the eye. The risk factor of retinal detachments are myopia, cataract surgery, ocular trauma and ocular inflammation. The pathophysiology of retinal detachment is 
separation of retina from underlying blood supply treatment is immediate surgery may save the patient's vision by reattaching the retina the vitrectomy scleral buckling and pneumatic retinopexy the most common cause is uh, pars plana vitrectomy then treatment is pars plana vitrectomy so we'll see about some signs that is bilateral painless loss of vision is caused by cataract and macular degeneration in older adults although one side may worse than other red defects typically become black with significant cataract what treatment cataract with surgery should be done in age related macular degeneration it is presented with central vision loss and complaints that straight lines are appearing wavy the pathophysiology of dry and wet there are two types dry age related macular degeneration and wet age related macular degeneration in dry related age related macular degeneration is characterized by blurry of central vision a uh, focal yellow light yellow white deposits under the macula whereas in wet age related macular degeneration is characterized by abnormal blood vessel growth and leakage of blood leading to severe vision loss diagnosis of age related macular degeneration is amsl grit treatment is by ranibizumab which is a vascular endothelial growth factor a inhibitor for wet age related macular degeneration and multivitamins and antioxidant for dry age related macular degeneration so yeah so optic neuritis and papillitis where the presentation with a fairly quick painless that is so painful sorry it is so painful unilateral bilateral or bilateral loss of vision where uh, uh, optic disc margin may appear blurred on fundoscopic examination with papillitis the most common cause of uh, Uh, optic neuritis and papillitis is multiple sclerosis and age with 20 to 40 years other causes are lyme disease malignancy and syphilis so in visual field defect in uh, anopsia that is monoocular blindness there will be a lesion on the same side of optic nerve in bly temporal hemianopsia you will find it a lesion on the optic chiasm the pathology of optic chiasm lesion is pituitary tumor now uh, homonymous hemianopia where you will find the opposite side optic tract lesion in upper quadrant anopsia you will find uh, opposite side optic radiation and opposite it in the opposite temporal lobe that is if a left upper quadrant anopsia is seen there will be lesion on the right optic radiation in the right temporal lobe if uh, there is there is a lower quadrant anopsia there will be opposite side optic radiation in the opposite parietal lobe that is if a left lower quadrant anopsia seen there will be right optic radiation in the right parietal lobe lesion if there is a homonymous hemianopsia with macular spalling there will be opposite side occipital lobe lesion mostly due to cerebral artery occlusion so these are the things now we'll see about cranial nerve palsy it is isolated palsy of cranial nerve 3 4 and 6 are usually caused by vascular complication from diabetes mellitus and hypertension symptoms generally resolve on their own within 2 months in patient older than 40 years with a history of diabetes or hypertension and no other neurological deficit or pain that is observation if resolution does not occur within 8 weeks the patient is younger than 40 years of age neither hypertension nor diabetes is present 
or patient starts to develop pain or new other neurological deficit mri should be ruled out tumor or aneurysm with an occlusion the eye is down and out the patient can move the eyes only laterally if the lateral cranial nerve palsy is result of benign vascular cause the pupil is normal a close observation results on its own in several weeks a blown dilated non reactive pupil is a medical emergency where aneurysm or tumor is ruled out by mri scan or cerebral angiogram with a trochlear lesion the affected eye cannot look down when gaze is medial because superior oblique muscle paralysis is seen with an obtusion lesion the patient cannot look laterally with the affected eye because the lateral rectus muscle gets paralyzed cranial nerve 5 cranial nerve 7 are involved in corneal blink reflex the lesions can produce corneal drying treated with saline eye drops now we'll see about strabismus strabismus is a lazy eye where affected eye deviates most commonly inwards and normally only if intermittent and during the first 3 months of life is seen where a constant or persistent beyond 3 months treatment to prevent blindness that is amblyopia in the affected eye in amblyopia the visual system is still developing until age 7 to 8 years if one eye does not see well or it is turned outwards the brain cannot fuse the two different images that it sees thus it suppresses the bad eye which does not develop the proper neural correction this eye will never see well and cannot be corrected with glasses because the problem is neural rather than refractive this problem is treatable with special glasses or surgery if it is caught in time the goal of the treatment is to allow normal neural connection and thus vision is developed in presbyopia 40 to 50 years of age is affected when the lens loses its ability to accommodate patient needs bifocals or reading glasses for near vision it is a normal part of aging thank you